thank you very much. Let me think that I changed my first name to accommodate the city in which I am at the moment. Now, this name really is really tough. What is an alcoholic? I am an Having made that statement, that's the most important thing I will say. I am glad I am what I am. Very few people enjoy the luxury of making that statement on this trip of life. I am glad I am what I am. I am at home in the human race. My behold is alcoholism. I quote Senator Hughes, alcoholism is the only disease where the patient is blamed when the treatment fails. And that's why I am here. Perhaps by standing here and being something other than a glittering idiot, an object of a very questionable emotion in my mind, pity, I believe it's a superior emotion, I believe it's compassion, is admirable to the pity precludes that someone sets himself above the object to be pitied. Pity not, huh? At the outset. Take of pity, it will not be accepted here by me. On any other grounds, you may judge me as you will. But as a person with a disease, you will not judge me because I will not accept the censor. I will question the motives behind it. The finger that points at me because my disease is alcoholism has three fingers pointed back at the person who is doing the pointing. And that is that person's problem, not mine. Because I am in the profession I am in, people are likely to think that I uh, dramatize things, that I present things larger than life, That's what art is all about. So in order to protect myself from that kind of judgment, I will quote from time to time from other people, from highly reputable authorities who are anything but emotional. 
the National Council on Alcoholism, people in medicine and in government involved in the field of alcoholism. No shame. It is hardly likely to be emotional or exaggerated about this disease. The National Council on Alcoholism says the alcoholic is a person who is powerless to stop drinking and whose drinking seriously alters his normal living pattern. Most people think of us, alcoholics, as derelicts found on Skid Row. The alcoholic is someone who can be classified as a mere do well, with little real power, no moral fiber. I'm quoting now, actually, actually, the typical alcoholic today has been identified as a bright middle management executive in his or her thirties, married and living with his family in a nice neighborhood. Dr. Ruth Fox, who is an eminent and prominent and devoted psychiatrist in the field, says only 3% of the total alcoholic population of this country is on skid row. Most persons suffering from my disease are found in homes and offices and places of business and in every walk of life. My disease attacks without regard to social standing, to occupation, to intelligence, education, national origin, color, or race. A small percentage of us have an underlying cycle, and many have some kind of emotional disturbance. However, in the main we are not noticeably different from the rest of you, except in our addiction to alcohol. to a drug which you ingest regularly but which not does, does not affect you in the same way. Alcoholism is a biochemical disease which uses one out of every nine adults in this country. Think of that as your next cocktail party. Each of you will drink happily and put lampshades on your head and insult the host and maybe even kill someone on your way home. But the ninth of you is an alcoholic and is destined to 
doing the same thing you are doing and getting away We have no corner on the neurosis market. The man who saved my life is Dr. Stanley Gitlow in New York. He has devoted most of his practice now to the study of my disease. And on a panel in New York, Dr. Gitlow was asked by some marvelous and sanctified individual, do you mean, Dr. Gitlow, that a perfectly normal, well-adjusted human being could become an alcoholic? And Dr. Gitlow said, I cannot answer that question. I have never met a perfectly normal, well-adjusted human being. So often the rest of society stands at the suffering alcoholic who is trying to behave normally under anesthesia and society watches him drag his stumbling clay feet while society is standing knee deep in mud with them. Senator Hume says that it is the lifeless book society has trained on the alcoholic for too long. I, as an alcoholic, ask you to get off our backs. Don't judge us as less than you. If you do not accept the concept that this is a disease, it would seem to me, from a prejudice viewpoint granted, that you have some more homework to do. The American Medical Association says my disease is the third largest killer in our country after only heart and cancer. The Department of Health, Education, and Welfare calls alcoholism America's number one neglected health problem. Dr. Manger said, if alcoholism were a contagious disease, there would be panic in the street. The drug of alcohol, the socially accepted pillar, causes 25 times as much trouble as all the other drugs combined. But the other drugs, not alcohol and drugs, the other drugs than alcohol, are numerous. They're sheep. They sell papers. They elect politicians. They are provocative on the news. And we are a fickle society, we imagine. Alcohol is the drug of choice of young people. A woman I met today of whom I am already very fond. 
says that there's a teenage problem here in your community with alcohol is very severe. One has this all over the country. Harvard on the East Coast, I quote now, not quote, but paraphrase the story from the New York Times. Harvard on the East Coast, Berkeley on the West Coast, always the case that is on the American campus scene. The society police say that the drugs found after any given weekend on those campuses is overwhelming. The young people are drinking sweet wine and smoking marijuana combined in order to bomb out. In England, the British Council on Alcoholism gives us a figure. And in England, it's always first with the music, the mob scene, the clothes, the Carnaby Street, the dope scene, all there first before it came here. And alcoholic deaths among teenagers are up 15 to 20 percent. We are not talking about a mobile age disease. And yet half the alcoholics in this country are women in or approaching or going out the other side of middle age. One out of every five beds in our veterans hospitals holds an alcoholic body. Thirty to sixty percent of all the hospital beds in this town alcoholic body. And this is for night polite And the higher the accommodation in the hospital, the more expensive the facility, the corner suite with the colored television set, and the long stem roses, the more expensive the room the higher the incidence of women. Among clergymen, alcoholism rampant. Among the medical profession, the psychiatric profession, among nurses, airline pilots, educators, there is not a profession that is not living with people who have my disease. And yet, in city after city, I am, shortly after I get here, exposed to the media. And there will always be the fervent member of the press who will ask the question with the wide-eyed look, which indicates to me that I am some strange monster from another planet. I cannot believe that I alone, along with Senator Harold Hughes, who are the only two people who have been willing to declare at a national level that we are recovered alcoholics, I cannot believe that we too comprise the total of perhaps 12 to 15 million people. And yet, over and over, I am looked at with some Air of disbelief. Look at 
Hey, Sweden, 
which is one of the lowest rates of alcohol consumption in the world, suffers from a bigger alcoholism problem than most countries. Lower consumption per capita. Those of us who are suffering, those of us who are dead, those of us who are insane from my disease, we very well have never consumed in our lifetime as much as you consume on a regular basis. The Mediterranean people, the Greek, the Jews, the Arabs, not prone to alcohol. Not for nothing is this called the Irish fire. Alcoholics are treatable patients because their illness is a chronic disorder with tendency toward relapse. It should be approached in much the same manner as our other chronic and relapsing medical conditions. I quote the American Medical Association. I further quote, the aim of treatment is then viewed more as one of control than of cure. Abstinence is sought as the primary objective, but additional considerations such as improved social or occupational adjustment may be far better guides in evaluating the success or failure of the treatment effort. Temporary relapse with return to drinking, then, should not be equated with failure any more than should the diabetic's occasional discontinuation of his diet or his insulin. A diabetic goes off his diet. He is not a failure. He is not a moral leper. A person with the disease of alcoholism has a relapse. He is no good. That any person in our civilized society is in jail tonight. Merely because he is intoxicated is unthinkable. Someone in this town tonight will die of alcoholism. But it will not be called that. In my hometown of Illinois, nice people did not die of cancer. One of my mother's sisters died of cancer and my mother's family and me, I say this with all the understanding and compassion in the world, we are taught what we are taught by people who were taught what they were taught by people who were taught. And my mother's family wanted the doctor to change the thing on the death certificate because people in our family do not die of cancer. That's within my lifetime. My people do not die of alcohol. An heiress to one of the greatest fortunes on the West Coast is recently dead in the sheep hospital in my town of malnutrition. Malnutrition. 
with 70% of the stock in one of the largest companies in America, and I was taken into her room when she was in an alcoholic coma, and the nurse pulled back the cover, and the woman's body was like your nightly TV tidbit from Biafra. Alcoholic coma. But her family does not die of alcoholism. How could her husband be married to anyone who was less than Caesar's wife above reproach? The pride of the family kills more alcoholics than you can possibly believe. Not our father, not our mother, not our Mary, not our Jew. Why do you think it's so hard for a person to say, I am an alcoholic? And I have to tell you that the day that I said it in the Senate, and I say this in the house of God, was the most difficult day of my life. I do not relish this kind of spotlight. And to have the ABC camera, the big eye of CBS, and the crazy peacock of NBC all turn on as soon as the chairman of the committee says, our next witness will be the actress Mercedes McCambridge, and they all go on, and that night on all of the news, whose face was there? Not the experts who qualified far more than I. It wouldn't have mattered what I said. I could have spoken in Chinese. What mattered was that the public could sit at home that night and say, Very bad shame. I'm under no illusions about that. And if there are those of you who came tonight to fear or to scorn, you might just as well have stayed home and say what fair before you judge me. I am speaking from my heart, not so much for myself. It would be marvelous if everybody walked out of here approving of me. But if you don't, that's your problem. You take that home. I don't. But the reason I am speaking this way is because I don't think any alcoholic ever had. I will not, as a person with a disease, stand here and say, And I do so long, and this is my opinion, so long as the alcoholic persists in that kind of approach to his fellow man, just so long this thing will be attached to the disease of alcohol. I walk tall with my disease. I don't want to live in a world where I can't walk tall. 
as I am. There is a place for me in the divine order or I would not be here. My disease would have killed me. As it has killed many people far more valuable than I in my profession. And we all know who they are. I have here in my closet something that was given to me. And something I treasure very dearly. And it's the blue and white pinafore which was worn in the Wizard of Oz by the little girl in the yellow brick road. And where is she? Because she was ashamed. Did she willfully come to an end? Or did society do it to her? Why is it hard to admit one is an alcoholic? I must ask you that. Because of the censure of society. That's what makes it hard. It is a family disease, it is a community disease, it is a national disease, it is a human disease. Forget pity. Keep compassion. Strive for understanding. And most of all, strive for those who are bigoted to the degree that their minds are closed about this disease. I have a friend who speaks very strongly about people with my disease and he says very often the rest of the family is pointing at the sick alcoholic who's vomiting in the corner so that the world won't notice that the rest of the family is wetting the rug in the middle of the floor. In one-to-one relationships, in family relationships, it's very often that the non-alcoholic members get their own inadequacies off the hook by pointing at the alcoholic. How can you expect me to do my day's work and get the kids off to school and go to the market and get the things in the laundromat when Charlie comes home every Saturday night in a same condition? that that lady is offering Charlie and she bought it at the wrong law. And vice versa. And all the way down the line, no alcoholic becomes an alcoholic all by himself. Look at the people surrounding an alcoholic. For God's sake, don't keep it quiet because of your own pride or because some false evaluation you have about loving that person. Anger won't do it. Rage won't do it. You are singularly blessed here. I couldn't believe what Jody was telling me at dinner. You have facilities, agencies here that I believe are unique except in one or two instances in all of my experience throughout this country. 
He had a very concerned view. I'll tell you one thing. If I would, a woman's name would be known to all of you. Was sick still again one night. And she doesn't want anybody to know. And I'm the only person she will see. And it's always two o'clock in the morning. And I can't take anyone else. She doesn't want anybody else to know. So I take my dog. I don't like driving around in hills called Beverly at two o'clock in the morning or any place else alone. So my dog and I go. And it's, it's not hopeless because she's alive. For how long, I don't know. And one night she was really in very desperate shape and I was frightened and I asked her for the name of her doctor and I called him and he said he refused to have anything further to do with her. Her husband was in London. The maids had quit and she was alone in this glorious house in one of the most exclusive neighborhoods in the world on a very cold night with all the moved windows open with her two-year-old child and she was carrying around in her arms and she was very drunk and was about to go into delirium treatment. And I'm the only person she will see, huh? So I called my doctor, who was in Palm Springs, and he referred me to the man who was filling in for him. And I couldn't reach him immediately, so I thought I must do something, she'll die on me. I called the baby and changed the diapers and felt that the baby was in the crib. And I called the police and told them who I was and who this person was. And they said, oh, yeah, we know about her. And I said, well, her is going to die tonight. And I don't know what to do. Will you please come and let me take her to the hospital? And they said, we can't do it. And I said, well, what can I do? And they said, get her outside somehow and let her lie in the street and put a blanket over her and come back there and call her. Then we can come and arrest her as common drunk. Then we can take her to the drunk tank where she will be kept until morning. And if they feel she is ill enough, she can be taken to the locked ward at County General, and if after three days of observation she is ill enough, she can be committed to the state hospital for the criminal unit.
A person cannot be arrested and thrown into jail for being an alcoholic. That's the law. But there is no place to take them because there is no money. Over and over and over again across the country this happens. And I cannot believe Blessed as you are with having been born and bred in surely one of the most beautiful sections of our land, I cannot believe that God's soul favored you that none of you have alcoholic body. I don't believe that. So it's here. And what happens to it is like everything else in the democratic structure, the business of the people. If the non-alcoholic society can live reflecting on its conscience, I don't understand. The alcoholic is sick. The society which condemns him and ignores him and lets him die Thank you for asking me here.